Hello, International BTS Army. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is going to be a a little break away from talking about BTS because what I'm going to share with you is my live reaction to Island episode one. It aired on June 26, 2020, and I had never seen the contestants before. I didn't know their names, their ages, or their country of origin. So as I watched it, I got the first glimpse of them. Uh, for myself, and I watched the whole thing as it streamed in YouTube, and then when I wanted to go ahead and watch a couple parts of it again, right afterwards, it was removed from YouTube, and it was posted in VLive, and it was also put, uh, it was also loaded into Viki Rakuten, Rakuten, I don't know how you say that, I use that app to watch K-dramas, actually I watch a lot of K-drama, so... I'm thinking about making a separate podcast because I like talking about K-drama so much. So if you're interested in that, I will share a little bit of information about that coming up in the next few days. And meanwhile, let's enjoy my, hopefully you'll enjoy, my um, kind of swooning over these adorable contestants as they came in and performed in the island and then we'll go from there. So I'll share my thoughts after the live reaction segments. It's so pretty and it doesn't even look real. They're so excited and they're so cute. Oh my goodness. They're just in awe of this building and Oh my goodness, they're so cute. Their, their smiles and their. Like they're covering their mouths in surprise. Oh, I love that. I just cannot believe he said when you evaluate them, keep them in mind. Or keep in mind that I saw their potential. That is. Why is that so touching? That guy has confidence. Did you see that? The one on the left and in the middle. They just walk in like, bam, we've got this. That group seems like older kids. Oh, they look little! <laughs> the one on the right, he looks so little! They're holding hands, that's so cute! Because they're just excited and overwhelmed. How come I can't read their ages and where they're from? And I can't wait to find out which of these guys are rappers. Who plays the piano? Who plays the guitar? Who plays the drums, maybe? Oh, he was a figure skater. That's cool. Mr. Bong PD looks so excited and happy about this. No wonder BTS likes working with him so much. He's just a cheerful guy. He's my style. <laughs> I love that. He's my style. They're also handsome and tall. <laughs> Did you have to do this? They're so handsome. There are three producers and then, like, I don't know how many people now. 
Oh, this guy trained with TXT. Aww. Sounds like he wanted to be with TXT. He wanted to debut with them, but didn't get to, maybe? They don't all know each other, but they talk to each other a little bit. No, none of these people are anyone we've ever seen before. Yeah, if they're all tall, are they gonna get some shorter ones? <laughs> oh, who's this? He's shorter, huh? Whoa, he looks like Henry. Do you know Henry's? Do you know what Henry's look? Does he look like him? Japan. Whoa. Oh, yes! What? He wants to be like Suga. I love that. They were all saying, he's so cute. He looks like a cartoon character. Oh, they all have so much. Doesn't that guy look like Osmond? Oh, that's cool. They know each other already. He looks like him, doesn't he? I think he's from Vietnam, but I could be wrong. This is cool. They built this building. They have a gym and all kinds of stuff that they're going to need to train there. And like the producers, when they came in, were surprised at the building also. It's cool. They have voting right now? How can they possibly? There's no way. And so the producers, um, Mr. Bong, he's like, keep in mind that I chose them based on their potential that I could see and not necessarily on their abilities right now. Because they're like, well, we could say, we could say, don't send him. But then what if he could end up being one of the best ones? They realize if they vote on him and he gets in, they might not get in. That is so sad. I really hope every single one of these kids gets a chance somehow in music with a really nice company. I noticed that they're raising their hands based on other people raising their hands. Who's going to go next? How many is that that just ran up there wanting to perform? Ooh, it's contemporary, modern. Oh, but he's got, whoa, he's got locking skills. He's very graceful. That's from the figure skating aspect, or no, wait, 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 which one did that move? No, it wasn't even him, it was the guy in black. I hope they don't put so much into their dance that you can't really hear their vocals right now. But they're...
graceful movement is very good. I would not know what to do here because I would be like, yes, vote them on their dancing, but maybe not vote them on their singing. You just can't tell. His expression when he dances, he conveys things. That was really good. Everybody wants to put him in, but then they're like, if they put him in, they might not be able to have a chance to get in. Oh, I feel so nervous and bad for them. Don't just look around and vote based on what everyone else is doing. They are, though. They'll send the first few through, and then they're going to start being harsh. More harsh, because they're going to realize that they don't have a chance if they vote these other people through. Oh. Oh, oh my goodness. That was close. They, the producers really like his look, I think. These poor guys! Oh, wow, he's from Vietnam. And he's older. Oh, cute! Wow, that's cool. 630,000 subscribers. Nice, he can be breakdance. Oh, he's 16. That's so cute. I hope I hope he gets in the 16-year-old. But at the same time, it's those older ones. I just don't want them to miss their chance. Let's go! That sounded like BTS. That sounded like the let's go in, um, is it UG? Ook? I need to turn this down. Um, it's not BTS, but didn't you hear that UG? I don't know. I didn't catch it. He's rapping. He's the one from Vietnam. I like his tone. This is the young one. Oh, he has potential. Look at that kid. We jumping and popping. We jumping. What's jumping? I wanted more of that. That wasn't enough. I totally wanted to see more of that. And some of these kids are super cute. Handsome. I knew they were going to say that. The young guy, the 16-year-old, they say he is um, powerful. Oh, that lucky boy. Sheesh. I feel so sad for these guys. Yeah, the middle one, he got in. Nikki. Nikki, Nikki. Nicholas. Wait, no. Huh? I thought the one in the middle was named Nikki. They're not going to vote this guy. 
Oh no, it's timed? Oh no. No. He got in? Oh my heck. How can this even work? They're gonna vote everyone in before other guys even get a chance to perform or else they're gonna hold back on some guys thinking that the next guy might be better and then what if the next guy's not better? Oh man. It's so emotional. Oh, they seem like they're not sure. And even if they maybe didn't think that they should- <gasps> He's not getting in! Oh my goodness. What's really sad is that he has to sit there. He has to sit there. Just being disqualified. Oh, that's the kid that they all thought was like a comic book character. He is the one that looks like TX, I mean, um, one of the AT's members, I think. They like him. That guy's so sad, I think. Just nervous. He's the one they think looks like Jungkook. Yeah, he for sure. Shiny, right? He's really tall. <laughs> In love, uh, that was cute. They don't know what to think of him. Are they in awe, or are they thinking, I don't like this? Some of them are into it. <laughs> Pretty good. He, he's kind of lanky looking. Mr. Bong knows he's better than that. So wait, that's K? I thought we already saw K. Rats. I really thought I knew who was who. Unless he's another K. If, oh. Come on, make two groups. I want them to make two groups. I don't want anyone out. How many left now? Five? Or four? Oh, five left. Ouch. Oh. Now I've got that song in my head. Who was it? Got seven? 
lullaby? Is that the very first one? He's hard on himself because he knows he can do better. It's like Jimin and Jungkook being hard on themselves after they perform and just feeling disappointed in their performances. 15 left still? I... Okay, here's my opinion. I don't think they should be voting right now. I think they should be reminding them later, after they get to know them a little bit, who did what, so that they don't... I don't think they should vote until they've seen everyone. Everyone can get an idea in their heads of what they like or how they do. And then when they see it again, watch it on a big screen, they could be like, oh yeah, for sure I want this kid. They're into it. These guys look really happy when they're performing this. Oh, that guy's really animated in his expressions. The kid with the denim jacket, he brings it to life. Are they going to send one of those guys through, but not the other one? That's my question. I feel like they're going to send the kid in with the jacket, but not the guy in pink. If I'm wrong, that'll be so sad because he's got a sweet face. I'm cute. So there's 12 spots, but there can potentially only be one person to get in. No, they're going to go with 12, I think. But hopefully... So if nobody votes the rest of them, and there's like five spots open left, and nobody votes the rest of them... Uh-huh. Like if nobody votes anymore... Uh-huh. You already missed that. You already missed that. If they don't get 12, they have to keep voting until they fill those rest, the rest of the spots. I liked both of those guys, but I really like that one. In the denim. I want to see how that kid in the green, green shirt is doing. I wonder if Big Hat... Big hit. <laughs> I wonder if big hit gave them any type of assurance, like oh, that could be poor like guy. a really good person right now. Like that's like Jacob's status. Yeah. Oh, I know, but that's the thing. They're if they get less than twelve, they're gonna say, "Okay, we need you to vote on this guy." What do you think? Because he needs. They have to have a chance to get in still. So everybody still has a chance to get in that gets out. You know what I mean? I like his look. Is his name EJ? I like his look. Do you like it? They both got in? Oh, I wish they wouldn't do that. Sorry, producers, but I really think they shouldn't be voting yet. Oh, one of those is named Jimin. Jay Bohm? That's a cool name. I like his look already. Did you see that? Waka Waka. Oh, Walker? 
<laughs> I never knew what they were saying. I thought it was waka waka. Are you when they longer? pick a song like this, though. Oh, he's got a nice voice. You are a baby phone. Name has the back of a muscle. You are a belly. You are a back. Head back. Head head back. The guy in the lighter shirt, I think, had a good voice, but I can't remember now which was which. They all had a good voice, but I liked his tone. Was that him that I'm thinking of? One or two of those guys aren't getting in, that's what I think. Yes, vote on the guy in the middle, yes. Oh, these kids feel so bad. That kid puts his hand up first almost every time, it seems like. It's like, I believe in everybody! He has a nice look, too. Oh, there's not enough votes. No way. No way. He still has a chance if they don't vote 12 people. He needs to go sit by the other guy that got eliminated. Serious? That guy's cute. Don't be unsure, you guys. Don't be unsure. Just do it. He looks determined, doesn't he? Man, that guy with the lighter shirt. His voice was really good, I thought. Or maybe it was one of them with the darker... You know how sometimes, I don't mean any rudeness about this, but do you know how sometimes when someone sings it sounds like they have kind of a bubble in their throat? Two of those guys said, sounded that way to me. But I really want to see that kid that looks like Henry. Alright, tell me who's your standout. Guy in the middle is pretty decent. Yeah, the white guy, definitely. The white one? Yeah. He's oh, tall. No. It's the little tall. Just oh, no, because they hit crazy. hard doesn't mean that they have it, you know? You missed it. He had a sexy face. That one in the middle? I, I didn't really get to tell those guys apart. I couldn't. But that was the guy with the sexy face or whatever. I really hope Big Hit will retain them and keep them in their training pool. If producer Bong saw potential in those guys, then he's not going to let them go. There's no way. Did it show which one got in? Was it the white jacket? No, he looks sad. I don't think that's him. Unless he's feeling humbled. Yeah, he looks sad. No, he's out. The one with the sexy face got in. The, the sexy expression. Oh, yes! I want to see him. He looks adorable. He's the one that wants to be like Suga. That guy's cute. The guy with the plaid, brown, tan shirt. He's cute.
Cute as in handsome. 22 votes. That one kid in the orangish shirt, I think, wants to work with him. Or was it the other way around? One of those younger ones was saying, I want to work with this younger one. Oh, not a baby monster. I thought it was cute when he said, let's just have fun, because there's only one spot left, right? Is this live? Yes. That's why I wanted you to come down and watch it with me, because I don't know if they're going to... I love that he said, let's just have fun now, because it's the end of the voting. They took the pressure off these guys, right? So they can just perform and have fun. I bet some of them are going to stay together and push to be their own unit or something, because they felt close to each other and they had a connection. I really like that guy's look, the one with the blue, you know, the squares on his shirt. One of them was only in training for four months. How? How? That's not enough time. He looks... That guy has a good look. I like that guy's look too. I like his style. He's quite a character. <laughs> Seriously, and if other people say he looks like Henry, I'm going to be validated. I'm going to be like, yes. The Monster. Get it? The Monster by... Monster by Henry? They like him! Huh. I want to hear what he does. He's loaded with attitude. He has a lot of swag. I don't like it when it shows the close-ups when he's doing certain moves because then I can't see his whole body. I know that one really does look like him. We had some Jungkook look-alike, J-Hope look-alike. <gasps> what was that? We'll give you the chance to appeal. What was that? He's almost done. That might be it. What? What? Why does he get to do a different one? Did they all have longer performances, but they only showed us something? Because it seems like he's been on twice as long. Even just blinking like that, just sitting there kind of half smiling and blinking, he looks cute. 
Are they laughing or crying? Because they didn't even get to try yet, did they? Oh yeah, they did. I like that song. Now it's going to be in my head. Are they going to say, just kidding? Oh. I wish they would say, just kidding, all of you get to go in. And then we'll keep you all and we'll make a few different groups with you. They can make three whole groups out of all of them, you know? The ones that all got in the 16? Yeah. So they're going to do something to narrow it down more? No, the ones that didn't, yeah. I know, it's sad. And now all these guys instantly have something in common with each other. Oh, why not? Those are all the people who got in. The sweet 16. No, some of them were crying. No, the ones that didn't get in, they have an instant connection with each other. Right? He's the first one that got eliminated. That must have been really hard to sit there. These two were good, too. That was the guy in white that you thought was really great. Those guys were good, both of them. They're so sad. I would still feel like I got this far. I mean, hopefully they, the producers gave them some kind of hope that sometimes even after a show like this, Sometimes even after people get through, they come back on later and say, guess what, so-and-so had to be eliminated due to personal circumstances, or, you know, maybe they changed their mind, or maybe, like, a grandparent or someone was ill and they had to go, but, I mean, that probably wouldn't make them have to... No, they won't make a... Well, they might. You don't know that. They might make a 12-member group. We don't know what they have in mind for this, necessarily. The most advanced idol star is born? What does that mean? Who's the most advanced idol? Is that Psy? Are they going to meet a famous person right now? They're so excited, they don't even have the chance to really be scared or, or sad right now. They've been showing that egg for a couple months. I want to see if someone's coming out of there. Look at that building, would you like to go? train in there. And after showing them all of that, oh, guess what? Remember, four of you can't come in. Daybok. What are they going to do? They're really rubbing it in. They're just like, okay, remember, only 12 people. This is how they should have done it in the first place. Vote for them 
after, 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 like way after. Two hours is plenty of time to see what a person can do, I think. Especially since when you're doing an audition, you only get a couple minutes and then you're out, usually, unless there's callbacks or whatever. So the producers don't even vote. That's that's a lot of power they put on these guys. I keep wanting to call that guy Henry just because he looks like a really young Henry. Henry even looks young now. These guys are friends. Did you hear that? So I wonder how excited he was when he watched that MV. August D. That's the decision room already? They didn't get to show us what happened in the decision room? This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Now I'm going to share my thoughts on the format of the show. So this is a reality show, and it's the first time I've ever seen trainees taken from after they have been practicing their singing, their dancing, their rap, stage presence, some style and all that, taken from the training pool and put on to demonstrate or perform what they can do. And I really liked it. Now I've seen DKDK TV and some others who say that this is a grueling, really difficult process for the contestants. Most of them are in their teens, I think. At least a couple of them might be about age 14. I don't know if that is international age or if that's their regular age, but I think about three of them actually are listed as being 14-year-olds in the website. Um, you can see their bios, their biography, um, a little bit about them, how old they are, where they're from. You can see that in their in VLive and in Vicky Rakuten. So after this episode one, I thought about it and I really liked that there are three different people kind of watching behind the scenes. That's PD Bong or Bong Shi Hyuk. I hope I'm saying his name somewhat somewhat correctly. And then there is Rain, who is an actor and some type of performer or producer. I'm not sure which, but I think he's uh, somebody who could be a really great mentor to these guys. And then there's someone named Zico, and I'm not familiar with him. I've heard the name, but I never saw his face or anything until this episode. So I really like that they stayed back there and let the young men, let all the guys 
decide who's going to perform first and let them vote. And they basically put up the instructions and announced everything by this screen that was up on the wall so that the young men knew what to do. And then they uh, had them vote right then and there after they performed, which I did not like because, as you probably heard, if you're still with me after hearing my reactions, I didn't like that they could vote people through when some hadn't even performed yet. So I really like on American Idol, if you've seen that show, or something similar to it, one of the idol competitions maybe in your country or wherever you're from, I really like that they will have everybody perform before there's any voting, before the voting even opens, and they will also show a video a snippet or segment of each contestant's performance again to remind you what you saw through the night so that you're not stuck thinking that the person who performed at the end was the only one that was talented because they were so skilled with everything that they demonstrated that they kind of blew the rest of the competition away because a lot of times when we watch a person performing near the end of a, a show or whatever we will forget what we saw in the beginning and it's always going to be hard for the person in the beginning to go first but it usually takes a very courageous and confident person to volunteer to go first so we saw that one guy I don't remember now if his name was K or if it was J but whoever performed he had a white t-shirt and then a, like a soft gray sweater vest over it he went first and Mr. Bong was saying he is not quite warmed up yet. It's a shame because I know he can do better than this. And when that boy sat down, it's like he kind of like, oh, I knew I can do better than this. But everybody was very enthusiastic and supportive and, and he got voted through right away. So then other people wanted to hurry up there and start doing their performance. And they were doing rock, paper, scissors to see who was going to go next. And one by one, everybody got to perform, but the problem is the spots got filled up really quickly when there was still something like 15 guys who hadn't even performed yet. So there were something like five spots left, but still 15 guys. So I was just wondering and really curious what they're going to do with this. And as we saw in the end of the episode, they're retaining everybody who didn't make it in and sending them to a place called The Ground and letting them dress in black and letting the island cast uh, wear either their own clothes or whatever brighter colors and showing them all of the uh, the place settings all of the beds they have I think four rooms with three beds in them each there's the green room the blue room the yellow room and I forgot what the other color is maybe purple and so they're going to get to learn how to have a roommate, how to have, unless some of them already do because they were trainees, um, how to have a roommate, how to get along, how to um, get up and get going on time to practice early and possibly stay really late rehearsing, which I think most of them having been in training for a year, two years, they're already used to that kind of a lifestyle, but it's going to be more intense now because this is a competition. And... Okay, so 16 guys got voted through, but 16 was too many because they only have room for 12. So 
they gave them two hours to wander around the complex or wander around the mansion, whatever it's called, to look at everything that is available and to start talking with each other and forming some more friendships. And it turns out that at the end of this episode, they had, they called every person down individually to this uh, special touch screen where they could decide which four guys they want to eliminate. And it ended up that Niki, I don't remember where he's from, I think he's from Japan, even though he and Taki, also from Japan, the two of the younger ones, uh, ages 14 and 15, or 14 and 14, they were getting along well, and so one of them said he wanted to work with the other, and then they had this um, little short conversation, and then I could kind of tell where they were going with it was that Niki was thinking he was going to vote Taki out, and that's exactly what he did, and as a result, plus everyone else who was sharing their opinion, Taki got voted out. So um, I just thought that those who got voted out took it really well, and they must have, even though they didn't show this, they must have told them beforehand or somehow during the shooting, during the filming, that nobody was actually going to be leaving, leaving once they were eliminated from the 12 people that were in there because they must have told them that they had a chance to come back. And as the show continued, that's what we got to see, is that if they do well, even rehearsing and practicing and doing some of the things, or most of the things, or maybe even the same things as the guys in Island, they might have a chance to improve and rise up and take the place of a guy who's not doing as well in Island. So I think we're going to see a lot of switching around, I think that we're going to see, and I have watched the episode, the sorry, the second episode by now, so I recorded the reactions live on June 26th for the first episode, but I have since seen the second episode, and uh, I watched DKDK's after show, DKDK TV's after show there on YouTube, it's a couple of Korean guys, they speak English really well. And they share their opinions about K-dramas and controversies and rumors and comebacks. And they do a lot of reactions. And I believe they have a couple Patreon accounts. So, But I really enjoy them because they say it like it is. They give their opinions. And a lot of their opinions mesh with my opinions. But there were a couple of things that... Um, I can't remember what they said exactly now. So you should go watch their video if you're interested. But one of the things that we said that was the same is that... Instead of having a 12-member group, I really hope that they will make two different groups. So either another 7-member group and another 5-member group, or two 6-member groups, or maybe even keep all of them, but maybe some of them have to go back into trainee status for a while and let them become formed into some type of unit and be released in the future. Or um, since, Mr. since Mr. Bong found them all and thought that they all had potential, that he will know how to direct them or how to guide them to be able to send them to some type of place that really believes in them, wants to take care of them, and really has the goal and the desire to see them each thriving as idols or as stars somehow, because for them to experience this and then have to go back into normal life uh, would be really hard and really sad and heartbreaking. I'm sure that most of the guys, if their heart is really in this, that they're going to continue pursuing it, even if they don't really make it uh, 
very far with Big Hit, but we don't know exactly how far they're going to go with Big Hit. So I'm really excited to see how it goes from here, and I'm also liking that the guys had so much power. So they had the voting power, they had the um, wandering around, getting to know each other, talking about eliminations, sort of forming alliances a little bit, and also uh, deciding who got to perform first and all that stuff. And as they were performing, excuse me, as they were forming alliances when they had the two hours before they would have to go and vote on who they're going to eliminate uh, anonymously in, in private um, by touching that screen and you could see their names and their everybody's pictures and stuff, um, they were able to, a couple of them were able to say, well, what are you voting for? I'm voting on this guy's performance strength. I'm biting on his dancing skills. I'm voting, I might have said biting, I meant voting. I'm voting on this guy's dancing skills, or I'm voting on his singing skills, or I'm voting on his level of experience that I can see, or I'm voting on the kind of team player that he's going to be, or I'm voting on this guy's energy. I really liked his energy. I think we would get along well together. Or I'm voting on this guy's overall image and what people, the fans, are going to want to see and hear from him. So a lot of people were going in with different strategies on what they were voting for, but as we can tell, or as we can guess, it's probably going to continue getting mixed up because maybe some guys are less mature than the other guys think, and so they're maybe voting them through right now, but maybe it will come out that they're not that mature or that they're not that much of a team player and they have a lot of growing to do, so they might gang up on or sort of bully some of them over time where they first think that they're really cool and really easy to get along with and then later on they realize, you know what, that guy's kind of out for himself or he's a little bit turned in towards himself, he's not really able to think of the group as a whole, he's not really sacrificing what he wants for the good of the group and things like that. So as they get to know each other over time, it's going to be more and more obvious the standout people who would really mesh well in a group situation. And I felt like sharing this with you guys because at one point, BTS, all of the members, all seven of our beloved guys, were in a training pool. All seven of them auditioned and all seven of them had to perform not knowing each other, not knowing Mr. Bong very well, and not knowing the producers and other people who work for Big Hit. Big Hit was a smaller company then, and they, everybody had a dream. So, like, they wanted to sing, or they wanted to dance, or they wanted to act, or they wanted to be a visual, or they just wanted to be a star, or they wanted to make money to help their parents, maybe to buy their house, pay off their debts, be able to allow their fathers to retire, or if their mothers also had a job or a career, income, whatever, to be able to raise that money by their talents and to grow and become famous so that they could provide stability for their families. And I think that's something that we lack in the United States very much so. We lack the the kind of mentality or the, the what is it called, like the... Um, the desire among young people to help their families and to stay connected to their family and to try to support and grow up and become strong and financially set or stable in order to be able to 
bail their parents out of financial difficulties or to be able to contribute to their life because they feel grateful that their parents raised them. They brought them into this world, they raised them, and even sometimes their grandparents or uncles or aunts might have raised them as well. And they want to be able to use whatever talents or gifts that they have in the performance industry to be able to make a lot of money and provide and give back to those people in their lives who have raised them and mentored them and helped them become the young people that they are. And since I'm more interested in boy groups, boy bands in K-pop and in boy performers, I don't know that much about young girl or young women performers, but I feel like it possibly is the same way. However, I feel like at the same time, boys and men in a lot of cultures have been taught or raised or shown the example that they should be the provider, the protector, and the the person who earns the living or earns the livelihood to take care of the family. Whether they're going to have children or not, they seem to want to um, really provide for their parents once they reach a certain age. and. That's, that is really lacking in the United States. We don't have a lot of that mentality, or as far as I know. And if you guys feel this way, uh, if you feel like, no, no, you're totally wrong. I'm going to college so that I can get education, so that I can make a lot of money, so that I can buy my parents a house, or pay off their cars, or allow them to retire early, and stuff like that. Um, you can correct me if it sounds like I'm wrong, but for the most part, the people that I come across, the teenagers and the youth are not thinking that way. They're thinking about what they can do to earn themselves money and how they can be uh, rich somehow in the future, but a lot of people in the U.S. are not thinking about how they can be famous in a performance type of career choice. There are a lot of people in the U.S. who are thinking about how they want to become famous YouTubers and they want to be millionaires and they want to buy their own house and buy a bunch of cars and be able to do like what Mr. Beast and Dude Perfect and other people do where they will say, we have one hour to give away this much money and so we have to go find people to give it to, people who don't have a lot, who really deserve it and let's just go and film what happens and... Um, like they'll they'll buy the biggest firework that ever existed, however many thousands of dollars that's worth, and they will have piles and piles of money and bring some of their friends and say, okay, you have to have your hand on this money, and whoever has their hand on the money and is touching the money without ever taking a break, the longest will get to keep all this money, and then they'll, like it's Mr. Beast and his friends basically are doing this, and then there are other people who, of course love video games, so they're like pro gamers, which is what Jungkook wanted to be at first, before he got into a big hit and became a trainee. Um, they want to be a pro gamer because it looks fun, it sounds fun, it seems easy, and they think that they're going to earn a ton of money. But then also, the Korean children or youth, it really seems like they have that desire to help their families with whatever they're doing to earn money, to use their energy and their skills, their muscles, their time and attention in their daily life 
to have a career from a young age, whether it's acting, singing, uh, doing hair and beauty, or modeling, or uh, dancing, whatever it is, that at a very young age they begin working. And once they make it big, they have the money then to go ahead and start sending money to their parents. And I'm also seeing this in K-dramas where these parents will have one or two kids and their kids are late teens or early 20s or mid to late 20s. And during the K-drama, they are able to become more successful in a career and they start earning money and then they go visit their parents if they're not living with them or even if they do live with them they take an envelope of money to their parents and they present it to them and their parents are usually less financially stable and they're just very grateful and they have a hard time accepting it because they really love their children and they're proud of them earning their money and they want to take care of their children and they don't want to take the money from them but the children are so humble and so grateful like mother or father you raised me I want to give this to you um, the K-drama I just barely started watching last night is called Radiant and in that the in, the main the lead sorry the lead ha the lead female she is about 24 25 years old and she's not really quite made it yet in her career but she keeps on promising her father that she wants to buy him a new taxi so he can continue his taxi business and be more successful in his income and I just feel like I, I feel really inspired and I feel in awe of Korean youth if they're thinking this way if they have those goals to take care of their parents and to bail them out of their financial difficulties and to see them thriving and happy and more healthy living longer and not having to work as hard so bringing this back to the island contestants and bringing it back to big hit having trainees and BTS members signing the contract or whatever it is that they they became part of big hit they became trainees they um, decided that they would become this unit that was going to be Bangtan Sonyeondan. Um, first we had Rap Monster, we had RM, who was with a couple other people, and one by one they decided this isn't for me or I want to go in a different direction, and so other people that were going to be a unit with him decided to either leave the company or go in a different direction, so he's sitting there by himself, and then Suga and J-Hope and Jungkook and Jin come in and like in whatever order the BTS members came in and they all trickled in and stayed but at first they didn't know each other so this was really cool that we could see this in Island we see them not really knowing each other yet we saw two to three guys preparing uh, sorry do performing a prepared number singing and dancing so they definitely did work together they definitely did know each other in training and or somehow made a unit got together and prepared this performance but a lot of the guys don't know each other yet some of them are not native to Korea so they're speaking Vietnamese they're speaking Taiwanese they're speaking Japanese and luckily a lot of them have studied each other's languages in their schooling or just because they're interested in it or because they want to be idols and this is a great opportunity for someone from Vietnam or Taiwan or Japan to come into Korea and train with the biggest company right now 
because of BTS being so popular and so famous and so well known and so well loved, all these other guys now want to come in to Big Hit and work with them. And so I really love that we get to see a bunch of guys who don't quite know each other very well yet to start forming relationships and forming friendships and seeing how they really support each other. Like we saw them holding hands, we saw them like helping each other down the hill, whatever hill that is that they're coming into this forest where the mansion is. And it just looks like a big old block and the door is awesome and big hit. Definitely spent a lot of money and whatever uh, sponsorships, whatever sponsors are helping with this show, definitely spent a lot of money putting this together. I heard that they spent $20 million. That's what DKDK TV, those guys said in their video because they're doing this after show and recapping every episode. And so uh, the, the, the place definitely does look like it was worth $20 million. It's got a fitness area and practice room and awesome floor and walls and everything that can help them to feel like they really are idols. They've got the accessories, the hats, the jewelry, the different outfits. They've got all the shoes that the guys could ever want in whatever sizes they're going to need. And then in the ground, that's a lot more primitive, a lot more simple. It's got like one long table where they can sit down and eat their food together and they're only wearing black outfits. And their beds are very simplistic, like a kind of a simple dorm that doesn't have a ton of conveniences necessarily, but it's definitely got what they need to be able to function and thrive in there. And they get to watch the guys in Island perform and do their practicing and everything. So I love that the guys in the ground are aware of what the guys in Island are doing. But I feel like I'm talking a little bit too much about this because I really want to uh, get into the second episode and the third episode. I want to watch those and kind of get my bearings better and really become more familiar with the format of the show because I might have it a certain way and find out that I'm wrong. Um, so I'm just really enjoying watching it. I love seeing them being supportive of each other. Like if one guy cries, another guy's there to comfort him and I like to see how even though Taki was voted out by his friend Miki, that he was very forgiving and he was very accepting of that. And he was like, I understand why he did it. And I'm still going to root for him and I'm still going to support him. And I also feel like a lot of that kind of thing could be missing from my particular culture as a, an American in the U.S. Um, being raised here in the North American continent my whole life. And um, just not seeing a whole lot of kindness or s supportive um, compassion from young people. And a lot of times when people, like for example, if a group of people is going to go out for the cheerleading squad or for the, the dance team or even the band, the high school band or football or other things, you don't really see a lot of young people being that supportive and encouraging of each other and forgiving each other if somebody gets the spot that someone else wants. You see a lot more holding grudges, not being willing to get past it, calling someone their rival or their arch nemesis all the way through high school. Um, somebody wants to steal someone else's girlfriend or boyfriend and a lot of people, they'll spread rumors or they'll try to turn people against you if you get the spot that they wanted. 
and I'm not seeing that in this show. And so I don't, I'm not trying to judge everyone that way, but I do know that it happens. And maybe it does happen in every civilized um, culture that's like a first world um, you know, society, like with all the conveniences and all the modern technology and everything. Maybe there are people like that and we just don't see it on this show. Because we're seeing very sweet, calm, caring, nurturing, tender-hearted young boys who know how to behave themselves for the most part. I think we will see some, some selfishness and some immaturity, but I think that we're going to see a lot of growth from these boys. And that's why I watch K-dramas, because I love seeing the character development. I love seeing the growth. And so I'm really going to enjoy seeing this as well. I wanted to tell you that the U.S. is my biggest listener group right now, but close behind them is Arabia. So I wanted to thank you guys for your attention and your time in coming and listening to me. I really wish I could talk with you guys personally about BTS and about how they've changed our lives. And I just wanted to thank you guys all for finding me and for giving me a chance. And if you've ever shared it with anyone else, hopefully it's because you think I'm either um, relatable in some way or possibly I've been able to say something that helps you feel like you're not alone, especially when it, I talk about anxiety or depression or feeling like I've been kind of stuck in my life till now. And there's a lot more I have to share with you about that kind of stuff because I am in the middle of my life and I'm still feeling like I haven't found my dream or I haven't found my, my career that I want to pursue. I need to build something that I can feel is a legacy of what I can do to make a difference in the world, to help my family and to help other people. That's what I really want to do. And since I'm not dancing ballet or contemporary like I wanted to as a teenager and I never became this ballerina who got to go ahead and get scholarships and study in college and have those point shoes that I'm wearing out every two or three months because I'm dancing so much, I didn't get that. I didn't get to keep the dancer's body that I used to have. Um, I came up with a lot of health problems, I had a rocky marriage, I got divorced, I began raising my children alone for the most part for quite a few years until their dad moved closer to us and there are a lot of things that have happened in my life that I never expected would happen. A lot of things that have been heartbreaking, disappointing, discouraging, a lot of things that I would rather forget. A lot of things that I wish were not in my personal history, but the fact is they are there. I can't turn away from those things necessarily because they did shape who I am now. But if I'm not extremely happy with some of the things in my life, whether it's in my personality or my abilities or my tendencies, my behavior or different things, I can work on that. As I become aware of every single thing that I like about myself or I don't like about myself, I can work on those things and become a more well-rounded, balanced person that I like to see when I look in the mirror. I can accept myself. I can work on liking myself. I can work on forgiving myself. I can work on loving myself. And I can work on encouraging other people to do the same. So whatever I do in my life, whatever I pursue from here, I want to make a difference and I want to help others. 
If this resonates with you at all, please do share with other people because I want to reach out and I want to touch the hearts and minds of other people in a way similar to what, um, not really a therapist or whatever, but like your favorite cousin or your favorite aunt or somebody that you trust that you want to actually spend your time talking with them, listening to them, seeing what they have to say because you feel like you're not going to be judged. That's the kind of person that I want to be. It's because of BTS that I want to do these things. It's because they've lifted me out of that, um, like a, like a quicksand where I just felt like I was sinking mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically sinking where I just, and socially also, where I just felt like I didn't have anything to offer. And now after being army for one year, a little over a year and feeling like the world is not ended for me yet and my life is not over and my life hasn't passed me by necessarily although I do get really discouraged BTS makes me want to do something with what they've given me and pay it forward or offer it to someone else to extend that gift or that hand of encouragement and support because when we have a good thing keeping it to ourselves is not, it's not that fun. Um, I mean, it's, it's just good to be able to spread good things. Like if you are the only person in the world who knows how amazing st fresh strawberries taste, wouldn't you want to share that with other people? Or would it be like kind of tempting to say, oh, well more for me, I'll keep them to myself. That way I will never run out and no one else will be able to take be able to take them away from me. This situation is not like that. And sorry for the noise, I just kind of um, co getting comfy on my pillow here on the couch. Um, <clears throat> I've been hanging out and I've been watching the K-drama that I told you about. Um, it's called Radiant and it is starring Nam Soo Hyuk, I think that's his name. He is the male lead in weightlifting fairy Kim Bokju and really loving that right now. So anyway, um, going back to the strawberry analogy, if you know how great something tastes, it's really not that fun if you don't tell other people. Like, what if you were the only person who got to see the Avengers movie, but then the makers of the film said, please share this with others because we want others to be able to see what we've worked on. We're proud of this project. We want to share it with everyone else. We hope everybody will watch it. We hope everyone will love it. BTS is like that too. They've been doing that ever since the beginning. They're saying, we have so much to show you. We have so much to share with you. We have new music we want you to hear. We have messages we want you to gain or to, to um, understand from our, our lyrics. And we have dancing that we want to show you. And we have strength and our energy that we want to give to you and show you. I want to do the same thing, but not on a stage. I just am doing it through my voice and through talking about my life and about trying to be relatable and bringing it always back to BTS because they're the ones that have inspired me. They're the ones that have shown me that I'm not the ugliest, fattest, most stupid person on the planet, that I'm not worthless, that I'm not dumb and a waste of space and a waste of time and an accident. So it's just because I feel grateful to them. And this is my nature to want to be helpful 
to someone and to be able to have a caring heart and a caring and nurturing spirit that I want to be able to share with you. So shout outs to all of the people who are listening, all of the people in my age range and all of the teenagers who are listening and in all of the early 20s and college age people or career oriented or whatever you're doing, trying to figure out your future, trying to figure out your current, your present life, um, people who are in relationships, people who are lonely. Um, I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to those of you who got married and got divorced. I'm talking to, to the single parents. I'm talking to the people who are still married. I'm talking to the people who are absolutely in love with their husband, but crazy in love with one or more of the BTS members. And I can relate to that. Even though I'm not married right now, I can relate. And I feel like the bar is set so high. I'll probably talk about this again in the future, but BTS members have set the bar so high. So if you are attracted to the look of a Korean guy, that attraction, like the physical attraction, is very strong. And because their personalities are so adorable, and they are so kind, and they are so giving, and they are so thoughtful, and um, like today I saw a little clip of Taehyung winning a flamingo stuffed toy at a carnival or something and bringing it home to J-Hope who has never gotten to see a flamingo before and how excited Hobie got and he's like oh Daybok and all this and it's so cute it's so cute um like we fall in love with their personalities and it makes them even more attractive to us and here some of us are age 40, 50, 60, 70 even and there's this YouTube video that was so adorable I watched it last summer it's this girl. I think they're Korean, but I'm not totally sure. There's some type of um, Asian ethnicity. And she's showing her grandma BTS. She's showing the her grandma, I think it's the idol video, and I'm not sure what else. Her grandma says, they are so handsome. I wish I was their age. They are so handsome. I, like, she's going crazy over them. I mean, just because we're older than them doesn't mean we don't have hormones. It doesn't mean that we don't feel attraction. It doesn't mean that we are sexually dead. It doesn't mean that we are old and used up and past feeling of any kind where we can't feel attraction to someone. And I'm just glad that our bodies still work like that, our minds still work like that. But at the same time, it's very sad and very lonely because we know that the bar is so high whether we're married or not, especially if we're not married, we know that we can never be married to a BTS guy. We can never date them. We know that. And, like, I mean, you can't, can't do anything about it. You just continue to love them and adore them and be fond of them and support them and encourage them. But, like I said, it's the whole part of... It's the whole... It's the whole guy. It's the whole package. It is not just the guy's looks. That's, that's what we're going for, is the talent. It's the uplifting feeling they give us. It is the joy that we experience when we're watching them perform. It is like watching them after a concert at the end when they are giving us the hearts and waving to us and blowing the kisses and walking up and down the stage for 20 minutes after the concert to really go and thank everybody and those conference those concerts 
I'm talking so much and so fast, so I'm tripping over my words, but the concerts that they showed us in Punk Punk Con, the first one, where they got into the, like, the hot air balloon type models or whatever, and they said, third floor, fourth floor, don't go anywhere, we're coming to you. You guys, I haven't been to a BTS concert, but I just imagine, and I have tickets, and I chose not to refund my tickets, even though we don't know when the map of the tour, what am I saying? The map of the Soul Tour is going to be rescheduled. We don't know when, we don't know how, we don't know where, we don't know if all of the venues will be rescheduled or if they're going to have to close some of them. But I chose not to do anything about a refund, and that is a big risk for me because I bought a ticket for my son. And if it's supposed to be on a weekend or a holiday during a holiday when my son is slated to be with his dad, I can't take my son to California or to some place where BTS is performing in a stadium and have him enjoy that concert with me. And that's really emotional. But going back to the Wings tour or whichever tour it was where they were getting in those those hot air balloon type models, those some type of thing that they were in, and they were transported around the stadium, and they're coming toward, closer to the third floor and the fourth floor, and just when they said, don't go anywhere, we'll come to you. I like, can you imagine being one of those people? Probably nobody exists who is an actual army who would go to the concert. One of those people who says, oh, let's leave before the last two or three numbers, or let's leave before the encore, let's leave before the finale, let's leave before this or that, because we want to get out faster and not be stuck in traffic. No way. No way, no way, no way. I just cannot imagine being that kind of... that being that person. And I grew up going to fireworks and the county fair and plays and things like that where my parents were like oh let's leave now let's leave before the fireworks finale so we don't get stuck in traffic and we're like please no please let's stay here we want to hang on to every single moment of that experience we want to have the beauty of it the excitement the fun the lights the the display and everything and my dad saying nope we're going to be here too long we're going to be stuck in traffic it's going to take us two hours to get home, which would only normally take us 20 minutes or something like that. But at a BTS concert, they, they're they like, don't go anywhere. We will come to you. And then they did. They got in those air balloons and they went and they waved at the armies that were lined all the way on every level. And they're waving and blowing kisses and just feeling so grateful and so much love. And they're doing this at the end of their concert. And what other artists are doing that? I don't know because I don't really, honestly, I don't care about other artists. <laughs> I don't care to know what they're doing because I don't have the time or the energy that I want to spend watching and listening to other artists. There are tons of talented people out there. What's that guy's name? Alec Benjamin or something when he and Jimin took a picture together last fall or summer. I like him. I like his voice, he's probably a very nice person, but all my energy and attention is going into listening to BTS, and watching BTS, and helping support BTS, and there's a little bit of space in my heart for ATs, 
I really like those guys. I don't know all of them. I don't know all their names, and I don't know all of their faces with their names. I do watch some of their videos, but I don't go out of my way to watch every single one. I don't go out of my way to follow them on Twitter or tweet them or whatever. I, I don't. I mean, no disrespect towards them, because they're extremely fun and charming and cute and adorable and funny and very talented. But BTS is the one group that has my heart and my time and attention. I, I also love TXT, by the way. Um, I love them. They're like the little brothers. I do retweet some of their stuff and I comment on their on the tweets that they are. Um, sharing and usually it's like hey guys <laughs> hey armies this is about TXT because as soon as Big Hit or yeah as soon as Big Hit posts something about TXT and the wonderful things they're doing the, how their comeback and their awards or their recognition or how well they're doing with their, their latest song or their video or something all these armies will go on those posts on Twitter and post GIFs or GIFs and video snippets and links and pictures about BTS and it's like can you guys just wait a minute click on the link follow that link to whatever article wait for a second till it translates to the language that you need to read it in whether it's English or something else and then notice that this article and this uh, this honor or this recognition or this award or this whatever it is this announcement is not about BTS let's let BTS stuff be about BTS and let's be respectful and considerate and let TXT stuff be about TXT do you see what I'm saying so usually if I'm commenting I'm saying congratulations TXT TXT you guys are working hard you guys deserve this um, we want to honor you and support you and you know all that stuff and then sometimes I will comment and I will say hey armies let's be more mindful because this is about TXT so let's celebrate them and support them and give them our good energy and encouragement stuff like that anyway I'm just all over the place I've talked forever I think that uh, my voice is kind of getting lower now because I'm gonna start losing my voice if I don't stop and drink some water and rest my voice for a while but just as a side note if you guys are singers if you're not quite a singer but you want to be, practicing singing helps you to be able to read longer out loud or speak longer out loud. It gives you more stamina and gives you more vocal support. Um, so practicing singing will do that for you. And also, um, like if you have children and you like to read to them, um, uh, practicing singing will help you to be able to read longer and read more before you lose your voice. But anytime you do use your voice this long, like I have been, I've been talking for about 47 minutes without stopping, um, you do need to take a break, you need to rest your voice, you need to drink water, and you need to, um, like I said, take a break. So, just like BTS, they need to take a break. That's why they don't normally have concerts three nights in a row. They'll have two nights in a row, and then they will have a break. Um, maybe once in a while they do have three events, like three nights in a row or something. But for the most part, they have to be careful. They have to be careful what they're eating, what they're drinking, so that if any of them have like a little bit of a sensitivity to something, such as dairy, because dairy can really um, kind of junk you up in your in your throat or in your chest. 
you can start getting congested and that will interfere with your voice. And if you're a singer, you know this already. But they have to be careful on what they're eating. They have to be careful on what they're doing and how much sleep they're getting and everything so that they are at their best when they're on stage ready to perform and give an amazing show. So thank you guys again for coming here. I'm sending love to you guys. And I hope that with all the changes or the adjustments that are being made in your area, whether you're in the United States or Arabia, Japan, Malaysia, uh, shout out to you guys. Shout out to the listeners in Brazil because I know I've got some of those. Um, at Japan even. Maybe I already said Japan. And um, there are other places, England and Italy and Morocco and... Um, I, I can't see the list in front of me right now, but I'm really grateful that you guys are tuning in, that you're listening, and I have more to share with you. As soon as I get someone on here, I'm going to start doing a segment where I have some games because I think it would be a lot more fun to have a lighthearted segment at times in the podcast episodes. And then I also want to do some, like... Uh, character evaluation or like just noticing things different things about each BTS member um, how they're so unique and so individual within the same group they are such unique and different people and they have a lot in common but they also have a lot not in common that makes each one very rare and so I want to I'm just aching to talk to you guys about this so please do take me up on the invitation to email me and talk about getting together to to make a recording or if you don't want to talk on the podcast but you would like for me to share a letter from you I am more than happy to do that um, as long as you are 18 and as long as you are comfortable with having your um, social media handles or whatever um, shared with the podcast with the listeners However, if you want to remain anonymous, I will definitely be happy to keep anything about your contact information private. I won't ever share your email. And um, just if you don't want even your Twitter or your YouTube or your Instagram or anything like that shared, I definitely won't say anything about that. But you would definitely, I'm saying definitely a lot, you would need to specify that in the email when you contact me so that I can be sure to treat your situation with the sensitivity and the care that you need. But, I mean, if you think that we'd have a great time talking about how hot we think Jin looked in that outfit or how gorgeous Suga is all the time because his eyes are just basically the best eyes in the world and, um, like, how badly we want to see him in mint hair and how badly we want to see Namjoon's dimple or, like, one of my, <laughs> one of my boys... <laughs> He's like, Namjoon's titties, because I told him that there's a Twitter user with the handle Namjoon's titties, and that is just, it's so funny to me. And my son, he's going through puberty, he's 13, and he's like, <clears throat> he's like, why, why do people like to see guys with their shirts off? Why do people like to see this or that? Or why do people like to see girls in bikinis or... Um, what is so great about someone's booty? What is so great about someone's legs? Like, he's always asking these questions. And I'm not a guy, so I don't know exactly how a guy thinks, but I do my best to be candid with him and talk with him and give my input 
when he wants it or give my opinions or whatever or ask him like well why are you curious about this or or are you yourself interested in seeing this or that or are you interested in seeing Namjoon with this shirt off or <laughs> different things like it's just funny because you can relate to people whether you're straight or whether you identify as something else um, whatever orientation you want to identify as it's very interesting that so many people whether you're a girl who likes guys only or a guy who likes girls only you're you can still be attracted if you're a guy who likes um, girls uh, you can still be attracted to BTS it's very interesting how that is because they're guys they're not girls they're not women some people think that they look like girls uh, I think it's kind of rude but at the same time they are so beautiful they're so pleasing to the eye when you see their faces um, when you see their hair and their eyes and their lips and everything they're such beautiful creatures they're like it's like how can these guys be beautiful and handsome at the same time so you guys want to talk about that come on the podcast with me we can talk about that and um, <laughs> I'm right there with you because wow they are good-looking and you know we can also talk about our favorite k-drama actors I'm also going to want to watch J drama is that how you call it the Japanese and all that and possibly some Chinese dramas because there are a lot of really nice um, like series and plots and stuff that that I'm interested in but the thing is I'm gonna be busy watching these till I die if that's all I watch like someone will be like hey did you watch Zoe's extraordinary playlist or have you caught up on all the episodes of um, what's that one on ABC with my own Milo and Mandy Moore oh come on what's it called this is us is that it I haven't seen this is us for a long time because I'm just all about BTS now so for people to recommend something to me um, I have to be really interested in it to actually spend my time on it because if I'm spending my time on it I'm kinda of thinking in the back of my mind this is time I could be spending watching BTS or listening to them or you know, making money so that I can go ahead and buy concert tickets or buy merch or <laughs> save my money for this or that because I really would love to have a BTS sweatshirt I'd really like to have some BTS and BT21 t-shirts I'd really like to get uh, the only BTS merch I have besides some of their albums is a keychain and I bought it for like a dollar and sixty something cents and it just has the BTS logo on it and it's black and white that's all I have. No, that's not true. My secret Santa at Christmas time, my secret army Santa, who um, was assigned to me in Twitter, um, she gave me a love yourself, speak yourself, slap bracelet, and she gave me a, I don't know what they're called. Um, it's not a bobblehead. What's it called? Those 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 dolls with the big heads, like the cute faces. Anyway, she gave me one of those. And then she gave me one of the House of Army figure uh, figures. So I guess those are the BTS merch I have. And um, anyway, but I have all these things that I'd love to buy. I'd love to buy a necklace that says Army. And I would love to have some purple things and a, and a whole setup somewhere. But I don't have room in my house. And I don't have the funds to be able to support like that. So for now, it's just something that I have on the to-do list eventually when I can 
And let's just keep on reaching for our dreams. Let's keep on striving for what we want and what we need that's going to make a better life for us and that's going to help reach out to others um, as best as we can, even in this time of social distancing. I wish you all the best to be safe and healthy and happy as often as you possibly can. And, of course, you know that I'm a big advocate for getting your immune system really strong and to try to uh, take care of your lungs and your heart and all of your body's systems so that you don't have severe difficulties if you do contract an illness or a disease or something that you're going to be able to recover from it. That's my prayer for you all and for your loved ones. And I am going to go ahead and leave that there and see you really soon. Take care. This has been Begin the Search. And a quick little side note, happy birthday, armies, everywhere. Happy birthday, happy anniversary from, is it July 9th or July 8th? I think it's the 9th. Happy birthday to everybody, to all of us, to ARMY. Um, we all have love for each other, and we are in this together.